Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new podcast on our Middle of the Row feed. Um, we're going to use this. Well, I'm, I'm using this as a nice little soft reset to try to get our more f- newer stuff out faster. And then <laughs> you'll still be seeing some Middle of the Row tra- OG podcasts that will trickle out. And I still want to do... Uh, the decade's best still. I actually have one of those, one, maybe two of those sitting in the tank as well. Um, you know, life's hard lately. But um, we're calling this the greatest thing about dot, dot, dot. Um, you won't, we won't say the dot, dot, dot every time. But um, uh, it's used as a prompt for just how we're going to talk about the movies. And it, sometimes it won't be the greatest thing. Uh, there'll be a lot of adjectives. We're going to figure this out as we go. But uh, the first movie we decided to do with this was, um, this is going to be the greatest thing about everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, Ben and I have been fans of this since it came out. Uh, So we're just going to see if Lauren's going to join our crew. But um, (laughs) yeah, Uh, so here's our new little prompt to start this instead of eight words or less. And uh, I'm Zach, and I want to talk about the funniest thing about everything everywhere all at once we gave ourselves a real mouthful Mm -hmm. i'm ben and i want to talk about the greatest thing about everything everywhere all it's very on brand for this podcast very much so um and i'm lauren (laughs) and i want to talk about the upsetting thing about everything everywhere all at once (laughs) just one thing or (laughs) Oh, no, I actually do have um, some bullet points. Yeah, I could imagine there'd be a lot of upsetting things. Um, there's, there's one in particular. I was like, well, there goes any chance of Lauren. No. So, hey, score. no E.T., so. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, we're going to start off by just kind of sharing some general thoughts, kind of like we did before. but And then uh, we'll jump into our categories after some non-spoilery um, talk and some star ratings and then we'll jump into categories but um yeah uh this movie can give some background on it uh was directed by the daniels this is their second feature collaboratively uh but daniel scheinhart uh directed another feature a couple years ago called the death of dick long which i have not seen (laughs) uh ben did you ever watch that one no it has middling reviews the poster is a guy with a a firework shooting out of his crotch from wide shot from behind great poster um i would like to i would like to watch this movie at some point um but daniel uh kwan is his kwan did i get that right yeah is his uh produce or directing partner here um, they have directed a uh, lots of music videos. The turned out for what music video kind of really shot them to the mainstream. But uh, if you type in YouTube their Daniel's music videos, you're going to be entertained for a while. And you can see how both of their features together, uh, this and uh, Swiss Army Man, uh, all come from the same mind, <laughs> hive mind yeah. of people. Uh, I was definitely today years old when I learned what the Daniels meant oh. or whatever. It's like, oh, I get it now because I watched the bonus feature. A twenty four did a podcast a couple weeks ago, and it was the Daniels. Plus, it was the Daniels plus Daniel Radcliffe 
and they had a lot of fun with that. Um, uh, that's also a very good podcast. Um, it was not necessarily just about this movie, but uh, just a good conversation. Uh, him being the star of uh, uh, the Swiss Army Man, the, t- Army the titular Man, yeah. Swiss Army Man. But um, yeah, Swiss Army Man. Well, I mean, co- co-star, yeah. right? Because I mean, Paul Dano too. Well, he was yeah. the t- titular character, as uh, our friends from Booksmart would say. Um, what year? It's because it's been a while. Swiss Army Man came out in 2016. And so it's been a while since they did a movie together. And um, that will stay in the <laughs> podcast, um, the test of time. But uh, this one stars Michelle Yeoh, uh, Kihei Kwan, Stephanie Hsu, James Hong, Jamie Lee Curtis, and then a couple other name people. But th- those are the five main faces of this movie. Um, who all get cathartic ending. Well, everybody gets a cathartic ending in this movie, but um, most everybody. But uh, they're the five main faces of Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a multiversal movie about uh, Evelyn, who is a downer luck uh, laundry mat owner whose husband has uh, papers for potentially a dissolution of their marriage. Uh, she has a hang-up with her, seems to have a weird relationship to, would be understatement with her um, daughter. And there's some tension there because she wants to hide uh, her daughter. Her daughter is Joy. Wayman is uh, her husband. And her father, who let her run off to America, uh, is in town visiting. And there's some tension at the start because... Um, Evelyn wants to hide Joy's um, sexuality from her grandpa, uh, who's on his last leg, and she thinks wouldn't approve of her being a uh, with a woman at this time. And um, from there, it pretty quickly devolves into the multiversal shenanigans, uh, but does it in a way that I found very clearly laid out. And yeah, I wouldn't say devolves. I would say evolves. Evolves. There you go. Yes, better. <laughs> yeah. Much better. Uh, just very well distributed. Like my brother asked if he would get this movie. And I was like, I honestly think this movie does a really good job of like laying mm-hmm. out what is happening and how it happens. And mm-hmm. sure, there's more to dive into as you go. But it, it I never felt lost. Um, yeah, at one point they say something like, it doesn't make any sense. And they're like, exactly, the less it makes sense, the better. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this yeah. actually makes a lot of sense when you think about <laughs> yeah. it for me. It's like, yeah. Uh, I thought they did a great job with that. Well, I, that, that stuff works with because it's in reference to the silly, the crazy act True. they have to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah and, but I think that is also them very playfully acknowledging how crazy this could be to mm-hmm. some people. But, um, yeah, I... I, w- I went and saw this at the draft house and on an early screening and like walked out of the theater in a borderline daze. I had <laughs> I, I, I I was just blown away by this movie. I, I really didn't know anything about it other than the teaser trailer. And I, I enjoyed Swiss Army Man, but I wasn't as high on that movie as I feel like some other people were. Um, and I, I, I saw it three times in theaters and... I, I mean, this is this is my movie to beat for the, the decade going forward. I know we're early, but um, I, I mean, I I honestly could, if you asked me to put my top 10 together, favorite movies of all time, 
and I threw it in there, I, I would not feel like I'm doing a disservice to it's it or anything else. Um, I, I love this and we'll get into that some more, but, um, Ben saw the movie set next. So let's, let's hear what he thought about this movie. Well, I've also seen it four times. Uh, <laughs> and I just, I had that same kind of reaction, just kind of like borderline floating out of the theater. Just like, holy shit, this is, we, we get movies like this so rarely. I like the last time I've walked out of something feeling like that was probably Jojo Rabbit, which is not the movie I would have expected. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's one of like yeah. my all time no, favorite movies. Yeah. That's already made its way into my top 30. It's, yeah. it's incredible. And this is that same kind of just, this is why I love movies. It's stuff like this, just genius you know, incredible filmmaking and great ideas that are all executed so well and under and so easy to kind of like. I can't imagine the script for this movie mm-hmm. and people reading that being like, "Yeah, no, 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 I know exactly how to put that out there." It just it's it's mind blowing. The cast is phenomenal through and through, and you know I've cried each time I watched it. Like you know to the point where I needed something to drink because I was like dehydrated. <laughs> Uh, oh, I thought you were just like going to go cry into a bottle or something. <laughs> a different type of hydration. No, but it was just like, it. it's, um, it's like, yeah, this is probably, this is my movie of the decade to beat as well. Uh, I, I wouldn't put it in my top 10, but it's getting pretty close to that top 30 with each time I go back to it. It's, uh, just, I, I had to, for the record, I haven't put it in my top 10 yet, but if I did. I would feel pretty comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it also to the crying. I just want, I didn't share my crying. Uh, I also <laughs> I cried for like the last forty five minutes of this movie. I feel like with the first time yeah, I saw it, like I just yeah couldn't yeah. stop. <laughs> yeah, and it just and it, it it has like so much weird shit, but then it just pans out into these incredibly effective emotional beats that just like am I. Am I be crying because of this? this? Well, okay. All right. Well played, movie. Uh, and it's just, I, I hope it wins all the awards, you know. I mean, I want to go that. I, I, I mean, I think Michelle Yeoh and I'm hoping Michelle Yeoh and Kihei Kwan are in the running. And oh, Jamie Lee Curtis should be, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I would take her fourth out of the, oh, the five. Yeah, I five. Guess. I, I think Stephanie Shu yeah. is yeah. incredible. I was going to well. say she's actually my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I think yeah. that's a totally valid opinion. She, like, she's getting to have. She has the most diverse role of anybody, mm-hmm. I think, in the movie for sure. Yeah. And that's I not mean, to like every, speak down to any of the other no, performances. No. Yeah, everybody knocks it out of the park. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. Okay, my turn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. This is one of those things, I know I've said it to you guys about a billion times now that I was so afraid that this was going to parasite in that, <laughs> like, I heard nothing about, like, nothing but, I mean, even comparable to Parasite, I heard so mm-hmm. much more positive stuff about this. I don't think I've heard a negative word about this movie from anyone. And, like, that's including all of Twitter. Um, and, like, so I was like, well, obviously I'm going to hate this movie. So I kept putting it off watching it because I didn't want to be outside looking in. And I got to say... 
I don't need, it's not even, you know how I said that I was going to do better about giving things five stars? Mm-hmm. Like, that means for me, I would be rounding things up. I don't even have to round up for this. This is a perfect <laughs> movie. Like, yeah, I loved it so much. We did it. I know. And like like you guys said so about- So now you got two, right? <laughs> this and Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, there's like, you guys talking about just floating out of the movie theater. I was watching on my couch, but like the whole movie's about finding joy and like- this is the happiest I've been after a movie in a very long time. Like mm-hmm. I was just, I love it. There's everything, like it's hilarious. I don't this. I don't know why I said this, but I was watching or why I thought this, but I was watching bonus features earlier, and they were talking about just it being an action movie at its heart in sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh yeah. Cause I don't mm-hmm. know if it was just because of all the character work towards the, especially the back, in the yeah, back end, yeah. where you mm-hmm. kind of, I don't, and this is not to disparage those genres either is because you could do or either because you can do so much within those genres but it's like i completely forgot that's what the genre was for this Mm -hmm. movie just because i was it's just so heartfelt in the end and like so emotional and just i don't know man it's just so good (laughs) yeah the third the third time i saw this with a buddy of mine and after uh one of the bigger fights he just leaned over to me he's like dude is this is this the best kung fu movie of all time (laughs) And I'm like, well, it's a lot more than that. But yes, possibly, <laughs> quite possibly. I mean, it definitely has things we've never seen in a Kung Fu. I, I think if I took a Kung Fu, had to pick a Kung Fu movie, like, I, obviously, I have no depth of the, the, the everything that's come out of yeah. China. But I'm just saying, like, if I'm picking yeah. something that's, like, in the contemporary, like, taking on, like, an American filmmaker taking that on, mm-hmm. like... I mean, I think Kill Bill works as a. The action is better in Kill Bill, but yeah, but yeah, but I mean, his, not, but it's, it's incredibly his... inventive. Here is what mm-hmm. it really works. That, that and it has it has a lot of humor yes. to it too. Mm-hmm. It's like and that's like his his previous favorite. I think was uh, Kung Fu Hustle, mm, that which I also has like love Kung Fu right. Hustle. Like you can see you can connect those dots. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Um, not to brag, but I've seen Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> also great. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, arguably the best action scene of that decade is in Kung Fu Panda, the escape <laughs> scene from the jail. I had, yeah. I had a coworker who I talked to about that. And he's like, wait, what? What? And I was like, dude, just watch it. And he did. And he's like, holy shit. That's <laughs> like, there's no way that that's that good in just a kid's movie. I'm like, damn, it's, it's great. I'm up to, I, I just, for as much as I love this movie, I did not even put together what Lauren summed up the movie in one second and that this is a search for joy and it's like a reference to the character. Like, oh, yeah, I didn't, it just like it just takes the movie I up sat, to another level. <laughs> I seriously I thought that at one point it was just about finding happiness and joy. And then like an hour later, I was like, oh, my God, her name's Joy. <laughs> I felt so stupid and so smart at the same time. Well, um, I felt even more so since I've, I saw this movie three months ago and I just now got that because you told me. Um well, yeah, there, yeah, I mean, there's going to be stuff like this that we're just going to keep picking up and finding, like, it's just, there's so much buried in there. Well, it's, I, what I was kind of noticing, and I was kind of bummed I was kind of half watching, though, is, like, the, the music that's being laid underneath this movie. Like, the, when I saw it in theaters, I definitely was missing it because either I was laughing or the crowd was laughing. But there's just <laughs> some, there were some music cues that I heard this time watching the movie that are just short like i know it's not the always sunny theme but like mm-hmm. that that popped up at one point during the yep. the big and yep. then there was another song like right there after was the that. back to life back to reality it sounded like that right before the fanny pack fight 
Yeah, which is and a great pull. <laughs> I also saw. I don't remember what what. I don't think it was that one, but like some people are referencing some pop song that was used really well in the movie, and I was like, I um, I see it three times, and I don't I don't know what it. I had never heard it, um, so I don't know. My favorite but. music cue was when they went into. Um, it was when they had like the sex panic room, and it was. <laughs> The so- uh, what is the song actually called? But it's the one that goes, this is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. That song? Well, that's that- the song people yeah. reference. I, okay, still, yeah. I still haven't heard it, though. I don't it's because, think like, it's the lines are slightly different. Because I think at the end, it says something like the oh, safe word smile in- or something. Oh, yeah. The safe word thing. Okay, yeah. that's, okay, that sounds familiar. But then at the end, I always latched on to the safe word is smile. So I was like, that- I don't think that's the song. Because um, it's like when she smiles, I think is oh. the actual lyric. The safe words. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, I have. Yeah, heard when that. I heard that, I was like, "That is such a genius song choice." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Um. Well, I'm. I'm glad we don't have to sit here and argue with Lauren for um, <laughs> the next 35, 40 minutes, um, and then we can all just sit back and, <laughs> and love this thing. Yeah. Like obviously, I might given what my choice is for this mm-hmm. <laughs> there is one thing technically i could complain about with this movie but honestly i have zero complaints like, <laughs> i just love it so much um okay um well i think it's pretty clear um on star ratings for this we're gonna jump into the spoilery talk because it is it is hard to talk you should just you shouldn't listen to somebody like just go see the effing movie and it, mm-hmm. it, the, and it, it, and yeah. enjoy this thing and then come back and listen to us. So uh, we're all five stars. I think that's the first time it's ever happened on this yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is the highest rated movie we've ever I, had on here. I, I did step over Ben. I think the other movie that we actually all align on and Lauren doesn't give us very many options to do so <laughs> um, is uh, Jurassic Park. But wasn't. No, you gave Scream five stars. I'm not. I'm not five Me? stars. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I did. I think that I was did. your I, most recent I, one. I also haven't given it five. stars. You haven't so. either. Okay. Scream is in the original, not the most uh, recent. Yeah. Jaws. What about Jaws? Lauren, are you five on Jaws? She only has three. Five. Oh, The Matrix. We're all five stars on The Matrix for sure too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is the first one we've actually discussed, like on the on the podcast. Yeah. So, like that's. But that's crazy. We should definitely. That's crazy. Put the other, the other reason I kind of like the potential of this podcast is we can do new stuff and old stuff and really not be. I'm trying to get us out of the 10 year thing. Like we can still use that <laughs> as an excuse. Yeah, too, I'm but fine with that. We're missing out on so many movies that we haven't talked about Agreed. that I think could be fun Agreed. to talk about, like The Matrix and Jurassic Park. Um, so plan on those in the future. Uh, but maybe we should only sneak out the all five star ones. Uh not not all the time. Um, oh, you can't do them all the time. I have yeah. like a handful. Yeah, well, yeah, I gotta find some more. I guess. Um, Let, do you have five? five no, stars? she has three right now. Well, she has three. Well, according three recorded. to Letterbox, there, I'm yeah. sure there's somewhere out there that yeah. I just haven't watched recently. Um. Okay, so five star reviews. I, it, so what Lawrence like hasn't heard a negative thing. So if you go on the Letterbox ratings, it takes you tell two stars to for one of the so out of two stars and below it takes still two it's zero percent of the vote is in those rankings um all the way up to so let's see at three stars it's only four percent of the vote so that means four five six 
So maybe 7% of the people on Letterboxd who 600,000 plus people have watched this movie, only 7% have given this movie three stars or lower. Uh, That's crazy. 12%, only 12% have given it three and a half stars or lower. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so between, between five, 60... So almost a third, it, close to 70 plus percent of the people have given this movie a four half or higher. And 52% and of people give it a five star rating on Letterboxd. There, there was a hot minute when it was the highest rated movie on Letterboxd. The highest. I did not expect it to stay there. And it has. It seems to have locked in at number 10. Uh, it has not moved from there in a while. So um, What is number one? Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> the aforementioned. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still haven't seen one, two, three of the top ten. Um, two of the, the the first two Godfather movies are both in there. Uh, of course, this there's like this Mexican. God, why why is there a ranking on this? Is it the person who did it? Okay. Uh, there's this this movie from 2000 that I think is from Mexico. Uh, or it's Spanish language, at least. It, but it's like really, you have to buy some DVD. To, it's like impossible to find. The other two that I haven't seen are easily they're on the Criterion, and I should watch them sometime. But um, Come and See is one of the craziest and darkest movies I've ever seen in my entire life, and deserved a. I gave it a five star ranking. Uh, Twelve Angry Men, Seven Samurai, Parasite, The Godfather's, and then Harakiri is the one I haven't seen. And Human Condition 3, A Soldier's Prayer, which is part of a, uh, it's like a... Bro- is, it, is it actually the third movie? It is the third movie. It's about, um, it's about just, it's like a compendium of Japanese history in the early uh, 20th century um, uh, kind of thing. Uh, I'd like to watch it sometime. And then number 11, Spirited Away. Yes. Yeah. Did not like that. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I'd be on the outs with that one. But um, yeah, so from here on out, we're still going to have a spoiler warning for this movie. And uh, yeah, spoilers for everything, everywhere, all at once. So uh, I think from here on out, we're going to go into uh, spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. Are we spoilers yet? Yes. I did not realize how long the spoiler like clip that you put into episodes is. So spoilers. With that, we're going to get into spoilers. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 All the spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. Um let's let's start with greatest then uh, and you can do share your first your Let's each share one, and then we can go off on the greatest things about it after we can some more greatest things. Yeah, I think the greatest thing about it, and it's like you kind of, you guys, or Zach, you kind of talked about it earlier, is just how it it lays out its rules and its worlds like so effectively and so simply, mm-hmm. but it has so much shit going on. <laughs> it just, but it all like makes sense, and it it takes less than like. 20 minutes to be to just master all of what's going on so you know exactly i mean the first hour of the movie i kind of did some time soon the first hour of the movie is has like five or six kind of because even when you get to i think the hour point is right before um 
the shield fight, the pizza spinning fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and like up until that point, you're still kind of learn- from there forward. There's not much like, uh, I mean, there is, but but you you kind of understand where yeah, James Hong's like the- story is coming from, like how he has this, like they're kind of like just trying to kill um, Jobu Tubaki at any point point whatsoever (laughs) yeah um but but it's all worth it and it's all super interesting and like a lot of people give i'm actually i'm waiting for the backlash to the amount of um it's probably never coming but the amount of quote-unquote um exposition you know that happens in this and Mm -hmm. one you can't complain because kihei kwan is incredible at delivering all of it and then but like inception really got beaten for this for like oh the first hour of the movie is just them you telling you what the and it's like yes it was presented more ruly like mm-hmm. the rules in that movie but it allows the back but the back half of both of those this movie and that movie are able to just go because you don't have to stop and think about how anything works and um, but I also I think to this to everything everywhere's credit mm-hmm. it's like it has scenes mm-hmm. where you're not really sure like even before it, you get all the rules you're just like why is this happening and then it just clicks mm-hmm. it has that moment where you're just like oh okay so that's why he was chewing the gum that or chewing the chapstick mm-hmm. or whatever like and it just all yeah. falls into place and like even when I didn't understand what was going on it's just so fucking bizarre mm-hmm. that I'm just on board with it. Just like, did he just eat chapstick and beat people down with a, a yeah. fanny pack? I, Let's go! There's so many moments where, we're going, where I think I discovered I'm, I'm... a new laugh of mine just from how <laughs> like, outlandish things happen. There's just like, the nonsensicalness of everything is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, the like I, I think one of my favorite shots in any movie ever is the hot dog finger <laughs> monkey or like human beating the regular one yeah. down like like i was crying i couldn't stop laughing i yeah. just and i still like i now ha- oh sorry go on no you go first <laughs> oh, i was just gonna say i now have an answer to that would you rather question it's like i do not want hot dog fingers <laughs> <laughs> um amy was not as high like she was thought this movie was fine and um it was the third time. So I saw it. She was out of town, I think. So I saw it at that preview screening. And then I bought tickets for the opening night. I was able to get my favorite seats at Draft House. And uh, so I was like, oh, I'm going again. So th- it was the third time I had seen it. And in that scene, the the 2001 Space Odyssey scene um, parody with, the, with the, the monkeys and stuff, I was laughing hysterically and was like really loud. And Amy gave me this dirty look that I could see out of the corner of my eye. And afterwards, we ta- I was like, what was that about? She's like, you've seen this movie third to three times and you're still laughing this hard at it? And I'm like, yeah, I am. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. God, it's- yeah. I think the fly snorting was one of those moments oh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we're kind of slowly pivoting into funny. I'm not going to say greatest because my funniest is also the greatest thing, I think. But my, my greatest thing as well. Okay, they I kind of roll together. Greatest, then. Like, like well, my greatest yeah. thing would be, before we just turn to a different mm-hmm. subject, I think the editing. And just mm-hmm. like, I, I would love, like Ben mentioned it earlier, just someone reading the script. But it's like, I would love to actually see how this was laid out because 
there had to be so much thought involved to transitions and just crossover of universes mm-hmm. to bring like just hands coming in to pull her back into a mm-hmm. different universe or like I don't like I don't know man I feel like you could watch this so many times and appreciate a new transition each time just no, yeah, it, yeah I totally agree it's done so well and it's like I would love to talk to them about it and see how they mapped it out and like if some of it was just like on the day where they found things it's like oh this would actually work better here mm-hmm. or this would work. who knows but it's like actually I just need to sit down and listen to the commentary because I, I bet it's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah like because especially near the I think I was really noticing it too in the in the kind of like the break that, where she like embraces the nihilism mm-hmm. and uh, she kind of gets pulled through everything pretty quickly and like she like she gets pulled into Jamie Lee. She gets pulled into the lesbian Jamie Lee Curtis thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like they had to shoot like, all you know, like, I mean, we know how movies are made, but it's not like they're just they have all these sets available to them when they decide like, like, like to your saying, like they really had to have had this storyboarded out and needed to know like what we need to get in each section. And there's so many little pickups things that they had to have done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, It's crazy. Um uh, my greatest and funniest thing is Rakakuni. Yes. Um, I which, loved it so much. Way better which, than Ratatouille. Which which <laughs> we were so I have a little another story. We're in the we're in the, the theater. I'm I'm in the theater and <laughs> I thought that well, there's two. The 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 whole Rakakuni bit is great. You know, like the where we she where we hear about Rakakuni for the first time because she doesn't know how to say Jobu. Kabaki or whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. but um, and I love how she, like you know how committed Evelyn is when she gets it right, you know, mm-hmm. and then she dies right after that too. I think, um, or fake dies. She's dead. I think she's kind of dead. Um, yeah, I guess her consciousness leaves to that body at least. But um, so, but when they, the first instance that you could know. Rakakuni was a thing mm-hmm. in the multiverse. I I swear. Well, either, either I was the only one that thought it was that funny, or the only one that processed it. But like, I saw the tail. Yeah. <laughs> in in that shot where she looks behind him, and I just like I just got chills thinking about it. Like I started <laughs> laughing as loud. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna fucking go there. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> I just my brain broke and I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> Nobody else was laughing during that scene. I was like the one person in draft. It was probably like it was like ten times louder, Ben, than Zach watching Midsummer and nobody else laughing in the theater. I um, mean, in all fairness to them though, like I didn't notice. Like uh, I watched it. For, I watched it last night and then I watched mm-hmm. it again today. Yeah, because I just was like I feel like I didn't take in everything that I yeah. could yeah. have. And sure enough, like I didn't notice the tail the first time it yeah. presented to you. The first time Same. I watched the movie, no, but the second time I did. <laughs> yeah, the second time it's it, it, it's not really hidden. But Mm-mm, it's not at all. No, it's, <laughs> but, yeah. but but it's just because you're not like no. paying attention to it at all. No, you're that dr- second time you're drawn into yeah, I, um what's his face? His name uh, um, Harry, Harry Shum Junior. You're drawn to his handsome face, but <laughs> I I noticed the tail and I lost it. And then <laughs> and then when and then when he appears, it it's incredible. And then when you see him in the kitchen, and then he's he wants to murder her, and I'm just like <laughs> she's seen too much. <laughs> And then, and then I was like, and then I was laughing at like, 
oh my gosh, I can't believe they did. They, it was so funny to do like a Randy Newman sound alike song. And then I find <laughs> yeah. out it's Randy Newman. They got Randy Newman. <gasps> oh my to God, do that's amazing. And I'm just like, this, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, I think. Um, yeah. I love my wife, but um, no. <laughs> yeah, and then just like watching the bonus features off screen, there's just like one of the directors just playing with a like remote control for like a remote control car, basically just making the raccoon move around. It's like, it's just so funny to think about that scene being made. It's just apparently God. it was a real, it was a taxidermied raccoon. Oh my they, God, seriously? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that they that they did the they did the effects, the, they added the mechanical stuff too. But yeah. <laughs> Oh, um, funniest thing everybody throw out one at the, I mean very hard there's I, I, I don't know uh, like I said the fly definitely got mm-hmm. me but I'm trying to think of what's actually the funniest for me it was the award fight like the shot <laughs> oh, of uh, the guy jumping sans pants yeah. pixelated oh, junk well, the, like <laughs> that I was, was like I couldn't breathe well, I could the first not, time like, Oh, sorry. It hurt like my lungs were on, like had a problem. I was laughing so hard. Yeah, no, the first time we saw Jamie Lee Curtis's character and like mm-hmm. she had three trophies behind her, I was like, those remind me you I forgot what the movie's called now, but I was thinking of that stupid Antonio Banderas movie. Desperado and uh No, um the movie where oh, um uh, a transition the occurs. Of, uh, um, the oh yeah, yeah, yes, yes. The like, spacers. I was like, that, yeah. Those kinda remind me of that. Oh no, why? <laughs> then that happened later. It's like, oh my god. God. <laughs> it's like they caught they came back and i hate it and i love it so much <laughs> enjoy joy's reaction like oh my god he's trying to stick it his butt. yeah <laughs> that's that actually might be the funniest thing for me too as well just because like then they proceeded to fight with and like, it, oh my gosh these things Brilliant. shoved up their asses because the other guy comes back who they're brothers in real life but the guy yeah. the other guy comes back with like just a longer dildo trophy yeah. <laughs> up his ass <laughs> and they're just fighting with them and, and like the takedown where she just grabs them both, both yeah. <laughs> and then just like drops them like oh yeah oh, God, and so that's not good. even the only like i mean it's not a dildo but that's like not even the only oh, yeah. fight in this movie. oh my gosh. oh actually that that scene might be the funniest thing for me because i just loved it was um just all the transitions and the way mm-hmm. um uh What's Shoe. her name? Stephanie Shu. Joy. Well, yes, how or she Jobu. performed, but I mean the yeah. actual character. Jobu like, just, just our first introduction really to her and just oh, yeah. the way oh, yeah. she sees the world and reacts to everything. Like the part where she's like, don't worry. She pulls up her yeah, hand because she's been shot or whatever. She's like, yeah, don't worry. It's organic. <laughs> just yeah. ketchup bottle. It's like... like- it, I, this movie is pure genius. Like, <laughs> that the like it's like she's scary for a second, mm-hmm. but then when she turns that guy into like a dancer, you just see him yeah. getting shot in slow motion. I was like, oh my god, this like, it's just seriously. It's so good. That she yeah, that, shows up with a pig. Yeah, like, I mean, one of the greatest character intros ever. Her walking mm-hmm. out in the Elvis outfit and the pig. Um, and it's so great yeah. too because when you think about it, her mom called her fat earlier, so mm-hmm. there's still this like emotional damage seeping mm-hmm. into these characters. Yep. And it's mm-hmm. like yep. I didn't really think about that till the second time I watched it too. Well, Laura, did you notice what the first the first scene with Joy was? Uh, she's looking at the she's looking at the the uh, lawn the uh, washing machine and it's a white circle with a black inside so it's like the uh, bagel yeah I don't know yeah, if I noticed that, that at I, first or second that, 
I I mean, what? obviously, the more you watch it, though, the more circles you pick up throughout. Like, I think yeah. the first one, obviously, I noticed the most was like the circle on the receipt that Jamie Lee Curtis mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, just it's. I, I was watching this movie and I was like, should I be happy with myself that I've never had an everything bangle or bangle bangle? <laughs> yeah, don't eat an everything bangle. That's not. No. Gonna, it's gonna be tough on the digestive tract. You should not be happy with yourself. They are delicious. I've really know, embraced can, the everything spice lately. Well, um, we have we still have the cows, so we can make it. Yeah, happen. Oh, oh, he just started drinking half and half. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to take a break to go to the bathroom just watching that. So. <laughs> the, I think one of my biggest last two that has definitely got me every time is, uh, I think is it no? It's after they're when they're laying under the couch and he's doing or the table the desk mm-hmm. and he's doing some more explaining. Uh, our alpha wayman is mm-hmm. and then i love the way she says alpha gong gong and alpha wayman yeah. like <laughs> so good um but uh when he, you know he's in his serious like action movie star voice and he's like follow my lead when we get out there and he's like oh my god he switches back into <laughs> yeah. oh it's so good and uh, i i really just hope he like he he has to win best supporting actor this year like yeah. i i yeah he, it's so good he gets to play like four different versions of him mm-hmm. like he is so endlessly cool in the the Wong Kar Wai the flashbacks to where they didn't get together mm-hmm. um and and oh, I yeah when those were happening it was like oh no he's hot <laughs> <laughs> he's so good. He is, like um, he, like the my my two favorite lines in the movie are both from him which is like the you know in another life, I would have loved doing taxes mm-hmm. and laundry with you. That was you. so good. Yeah, and then the just like just be kind, like mm-hmm. especially when we don't know what's going on. Like I was sobbing. Yeah. yeah. Like the dude's been fucking stabbed, and he's just like, please don't yeah. fight, stop fighting. Yeah. Whereas, like, whereas my oh. favorite line for him from him was, "Was I Raccoon Waymond again?" <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was that was also, really good. I, also great. I, I also like he was like, I still don't get it. Like when she's explaining it in the sex dungeon thing. Mm-hmm. He, she, he's just like, yeah, I still don't get what's happening here. Um, yeah, but he's still so supportive oh, through yeah. all of it. Um, well, I best. didn't I didn't realize this till last week. But the 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 guy in the sex dungeon, that that's was the direct one, one of the, the Daniels. Direct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Literally. Um <laughs> Uh, before we let Lauren send us down the the sense, uh, path, um, Ben, what wait, shit, Ben, what did you just reference? Um, the sex the director? No, about Wayman. It was something. Oh, like just his best lines. Oh, like his second line. Just... Yes, when he like the just like be kind, just that launching into mm-hmm. the the messaging of this movie and just like. I think I actually kind of at the end of this school year, I like, like I think my school has been great the last couple of years and we've done a great experience for our kids and it's been, but it's, it, it's been really yeah, great. So but like my, 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 my head of school kind of like named how at our like end of year thing, just like how freaking crazy the last two years have been and still are. Mm-hmm. And like, I, it just like clicked to me that I had basically just been like suppressing and like, Hey, it's fine. It's going to be fine you know keep plowing forward and i think we did a good we did a really great job of just plowing through but like i definitely had been burying just like 
all mm-hmm. that anxiety yeah. and you were, you were solo women yeah and <laughs> but 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 i think that's a big reason why that scene kind of hit me so hard too and it, it i mean he's very his performance is great at making you feel it but like just the whole idea that like why can't we just be kind to each other like it's like it's so simple and especially like to the point that ben mentioned too like the the line of like we don't know like we like since i mean before but since 2016 i mean it's really been like what the fuck is going on and like being mean and being like evil or like fighting is not going to make any of this better and it just really hit home with me and uh Mm. yeah it's 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 a movie that i'm sure you could that sentiment would hit people at any time throughout history like it always feels like sadly that we mm-hmm. should be trying to find better ways to solve our problems but um and then yeah. like it that leads into like the the climax where she's literally just killing them with kindness mm-hmm. just like beating them each by not killing them with kindness but just by yeah giving them what they need yeah. to subduing be them with like, kindness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and i'm just like sobbing through it and then you got the fucking rocks chasing each other i'm like i can't do this yeah. when it turned yeah, around and had googly eyes <laughs> yeah like i was laughing and crying like i i don't know many like i don't know if any movies have done that for me where you just have like like the whole like jamie lee curtis and like her relationship with Michelle Yeoh, mm-hmm. like in the hot dog finger world, that shouldn't have been so fucking effective. Mm-hmm. I was sobbing, like, oh my god, I want them to be happy. Can her, they please be happy? She had her a wrist her guard face. on her. Oh, yeah. yeah, and then it cuts to that shit. I'm just like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, oh. you can say that about so many scene- parts Amy, of this movie. Amy <laughs> hated that scene. I'm sure, right? The oh, foot the, to yeah, the face. She did definitely <laughs> not on board it's probably why she feels the way she feels about it all Mm -hmm. um okay let's pivot to lauren lauren said she wanted to talk about the saddest thing about this no i said the upsetting thing upsetting thing about this movie (laughs) which it's completely ridiculous but like i know you're actually gonna think that i'm gonna say the dog which Mm -hmm. is one of the many things (laughs) but like i just love i couldn't think of the example off the top of my head but i wish we had gotten to see the dog closer and just seeing that it was truly fake like give us one of the raccoon dogs basically (laughs) like it's just so ridiculous and i don't know it worked for me here because it's like it's definitely not bay pig in the city where i'm pretty sure they hunt real dogs but like it's just i don't know man that was so ridiculous and outlandish it just i thought the dog's name was toddy (laughs) but i think that like the subtitles actually said johnny oh i thought she was saying doggy (laughs) Yeah, oh like yeah, the, like the the transition from like the slow mo cutting the leash to like mm-hmm. the instant boom, just it's like just like flying. bounding off of the office walls, like the cubicle walls. It definitely yips after it lands. It's it's, it's okay. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I kept waiting to hear things and to I, make sure. And I love how like she drops like the warrior persona, like mm-hmm. oh no, yeah. like to get the dog out of the fridge. Yeah, it's, it's so good. But, like that's not actually the most upsetting thing. The most upsetting thing for me, which I legitimately had to look away from my screen, was the paper cuts. Oh. Like, I, I yeah. would rather be stabbed, man. I, do, I, I don't know what it is, but I couldn't, I would have, the world would have ended. I could not paper cut myself. And like, I think it was Jackass 2, the movie. Mm-hmm. They had to paper cut themselves yeah. like between, I think it was between the toes. Yeah, that's or how it fingers? opens, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure. They but, did, it was yeah. everywhere. Okay. Ever Everything everywhere then, all I at once. I have been truly traumatized by paper cuts. And it's like, <laughs> 
but it's just but then look thinking back on it just like different things like that and the stuff they had to do i don't know how this movie was as like the just like the just the disparity between paper cutting yourself and flinging a dog all over the place and then just having these like heartbreaking and truly like I don't know just um, the emotion of the movie just is crazy how you have these two aspects to this movie I was like I can't believe I was so moved by a movie that mm-hmm. just went did all those things yeah I mean I don't a even, movie uh, yeah, sorry go on no I was done with that okay. statement finding finding like, like just echoing the what you're balance. saying like the fact that this movie can have its one of its main characters beat a guy to death with two giant mm-hmm. dildos and then <laughs> hero pose like Black Widow af- with, <laughs> afterwards. And then and I'm then, surprised it didn't cut to Florence Pugh just being like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then to have that same character where you're just on this emotional ride mm-hmm. with her. If, I mean, the last 45 minutes of the movie is just, like, I mean, she admits that she was suicidal. And, mm-hmm. like, and... and that's, just didn't know what to do. Yeah, so and, 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 you know, in, yeah. in, 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 like... But also, you're able to tell where Joy and Jobu are, mm-hmm. are you know, like, it, it just... It, 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 uh, yeah. I mean, part of me is, like, my, the thought that came up is, like, I, I don't know how these guys even make another movie after that. Like, it's yeah. just, like... <laughs> Well, I don't know how, like, I feel bad for the MCU, because now their next, like, oh, yeah. 10 years is supposed to be multiverse. It's like, sorry, somebody no, already I've did already been, than you. like, a, I've already been unimpressed with their multiverse stuff so far. So it's like, ah. Uh, I mean, other than Loki, I did well, enjoy Loki, but. Well, I think that's, like, this, this movie's weapon is biggest, one of its biggest weapons is how it infuses mm-hmm. humor into scenes that shouldn't have them. Mm-hmm. Like, it just, like, you think it wouldn't work. Like, Alpha Waymond is super badass, but then he also sits down. Like, the, this, like, the epitome of badass but hilarious for him is he sits down after beating those guys with the fanny pack and then just reaches behind, gets rocks from the fucking yeah. fish tank. And, and I was so happy there was not the a fish pack. in there because <laughs> <laughs> oof, that would have been so real rough ridiculous. if he grabbed that. But, but it's so badass. Yeah, and it's just so crazy uh, because, like... <laughs> I think the last time a movie hit me so hard was Booksmart, but that was like a completely opposite direction where I just got super sad about not having friends anymore. But um, <laughs> it's like this, I was watching this and you they just have so many of these most ridiculous things and like the different choices you make. Like if you chew this gum, like it'll change everything. But it like bounces between nothing mattering and or mm-hmm. ma- yeah, mattering and everything mattering. But it's like, like it doesn't matter because the potential for all outcomes is within you and i felt like so super oddly inspired by this movie with just that because it's like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if i didn't make that choice technically it's still me and i can get there if i try yeah i mean the fact that this is the worst version of evelyn in the entire multiverse and she's able to save the day is just like Mm -hmm. a great underlying message we were talking i was thinking i just want to throw in the balance of tone the Mm -hmm. the scene with uh gong gong where he's like um it's it's not it's wayman and joy and evelyn and he's like got the gun up to them that just that's a great scene well that scene in general just flies back and forth when they're in the Mm -hmm. office between but it builds up all this great tension like he's got the gun on him when did he start speaking such good english yeah (laughs) thrown in there and um 
But like it is this really tense moment. And then Michelle Yeoh breaks out into the dance to start doing the, mm-hmm. the yeah. to, 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 to fir, uh, just, like, first jump chirping. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the bird talking thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It, okay. Well, how did she unsettling. do her husband's voice? I was confused by that. <laughs> Maybe like she had was a ventriloquist. She borrowed the ventriloquy skill, like or I don't know, voice voice. No, I think Way, I think from, like, I think Way, Alpha Wayman did get into her system. That's for what a I second. thought, but yeah. that's like the only uh, thing in this movie that did not make sense to me. Yeah. Well, I think it would work. From I, I mean, I could buy that it's something they would try because they are about to get killed by Joe. True. Yeah, I like they. Um, yeah, <laughs> I like that. Sounded funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah that's what he said when she did it yeah um oh my gosh that fight scene that 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 run though like that through the jenny slate fight through the um butt plug fights fight <laughs> yeah. was it's just like an insane 25 minutes of action filmmaking just mm-hmm. that yeah and god i want to go to the universe where the cookies kung fu like- <laughs> <laughs> Was that something that flew by the screen and I missed it? It was like a quote that her teacher or men, what, your yeah. person say. I don't oh, know what yeah, the word yeah, is yeah, for yeah, it, yeah. but like her yeah. teacher says this cookie can be comf- And oh my God, the universe where she has a bigger like bicep on her pinky than pinky I have on my arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <sighs> that was great. I love well, that pinky like, stuff. The, the, yeah, like where she flicks the pinky, mm-hmm. hits the guy mm-hmm. in the air and then just hits him into the ground. Yeah. Like just at one so point her father cool. was just like, not the pinkies or pinky kung fu or something. I don't remember what he said, but it was just so funny. Just breaks the chair legs. Yeah. Man, this movie changed me. I'm now an optimist. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I was just... It's just funny, though, because, like, at the ending, at first, I had, like, this really big concern because you hear, like, all the noise around her. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, no, this feels very much like a horror film ending <laughs> where things are going to go bad. But it's like, no, it's it just means that she's choosing to be in this universe. All the mm-hmm. all the other stuff still exists, exists mm-hmm. but it just further cements the fact that she wants to be here. It's like, how much that's of, great. How much of Jobu is still in joy at the end, do we think? I mean, I think I think. Jobu's always going to be yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I, I guess like, so, she yeah. Just, she exists, but they're treasuring those moments. But are they both still like multiversal beings at the end of this, do you think? Yes. Okay. Well, yes. in the one universe, and therefore there is some bleed, but like, mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, what I mean, it's are, not like in, in the, the beginning, Joy didn't know this stuff exists, so technically in JoJo was still a thing, though. Well, so, the, the, the thing... Not JoJo. Jobu. <laughs> yeah. Jobu. Um, well, we... We end the movie in the the second universe? the the, the oh, one where the she first one over? went to her time. Yeah, it's like where 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 you go she in the van. Finish the yeah, taxes. yeah, the van scene. That that is the I'm assuming is the through line through the rest of that side of the movie. Mm-hmm. But Jobu is in that. She comes into that space too. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, and they're and they're very much talking about living with this at the end as they agree. True. Um, uh you said you said upsetting i think uh my brain went to status but it's it's in a good way i guess but Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm just finding an angle into that i this is like one of three pieces of art that i've done in the last couple years that have like ended in like a hug or (laughs) like sharing a non-violent end is the Mm -hmm. solution 
and i yeah. we, we, we really just need more of that like um mm-hmm. uh the other like the the shot or the like the scene where they're fighting right in front of the 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 donut mm-hmm. bagel and they like bagel, uh, yeah. No, the bagel, sorry. And then Jobu does like the cool fight stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Evelyn just mm-hmm. ends with, the, with like, uh, the arms. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, death, the, the game, the, it's two games. Um, death Stranding mm-hmm. um, and on a hug at the end. And uh, um, Tunic, actually, the true ending of Tunic involves you not even fighting that, that boss at the, like the final boss. Um, Wow. Yeah, it. Uh, and I was, That's pretty. Cool. And I was like gearing myself up to for, to finally like I had basically unlocked everything, and I mm-hmm. went to the final battle, and it was like, oh, this is the, the 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 true ending where there was no fighting happened. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, uh, all that stuff was so good. And then just like because we didn't talk about her at all when we were throwing out mm-hmm. people like Tally Metal, who played oh, Becky. Yeah. There was a moment with her where like. The grandpa was still holding her hand, I think, and he mm-hmm. was just like girlfriend, but he was speaking, I think he was yeah. speaking Cantonese according to the trivia. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, and she like, just like, just yeah. her, it's like a 10 second scene with her, but it was mm-hmm. so well acted on her part. Yeah. Just because she kind of tears up, but smiles in this very genuine way that I was like, this is just, there's no wrong. Everyone's doing everything perfectly. I love it. <laughs> she, she's, she's really good and with mm-hmm. not a lot to do. Mm-hmm. And, but then her yeah. character is elevated once they compare her to Wayman and you realize mm-hmm. like, like it gives her, it gives her depth she's, that, yeah. that, that the character wasn't allowed to show on screen, but you understand so much more what she is um, for, uh, mm-hmm. for joy in that once that moment happens but yes she is very good and i still love the part at the end where evelyn's just like you need to grow your hair yeah. out <laughs> <laughs> well that's because she like yeah it's like it's because she was saying that me i thought you, i thought that meant she liked me or something <laughs> because in the right in the beginning mm-hmm. she said something like she'll tell you need to lose weight or something i thought that's because she likes me you know? <laughs> um and another another like a moment that's just so sweet but also really funny is like Evelyn just seeing all of her memories of Waymond and the shot of him with the I think it's like one of the lights with the eyes on it and he just looks at her and yeah. he runs away with it uh, yeah because amazing he'd been found out <laughs> yeah yeah it's so yeah good. there I, there's also so many cool like just like I'm assuming lo-fi on set like lighting things they do like they'll mm-hmm. run like there's one point where Wayman runs off and then it to get the transition into back into the van he like they hit his face with like the colored light thing but it's like all in camera you can tell and i I don't know there's so many like little technical things i guess lauren was hitting on that a little earlier but um just the lighting too in this movie is crazy like Mm -hmm. the hallway like the the way that like shuffles down and uh yeah there's just there's there's always something to find in this thing um Mm -hmm. And like, like I was saying, like, I, you know, fourth time, wasn't watching it with my full attention, but like, I was just like, I need to pay attention to this thing. Like, <laughs> like there's always something I want to find out more about this. And I look forward to diving into the extras like Lauren. So um, does anybody want to hit up any of these other categories we threw out here? Do you have them uh, up in your thing? Greatest? Worst? Okay, I will say the worst thing. I do have a worst thing. 
I the worst thing about this movie is that we actually don't get to see Rakakuni and Chad reunited. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's only implied. And I, I do heavily take take that implication, but I, I part of me wishes we would have saw him get him out of the cage I, in the car. Yeah. I still can't believe uh, Evelyn's going through like trying to reference a movie, and I was like, is she talking about the Matrix? Because that's what kept coming to my mind about this movie. Yes. And then she says Rakakuni, and it's just like, what in the world? What? <laughs> um. I would say the I've already mentioned it, but the weirdest thing is how incredibly effective Michelle Yeoh and Jamie Lee Curtis's relationship uh, <laughs> is. Like even when she's like heartbroken and mm-hmm. skipping away, like yeah. <laughs> it just—it's like so sad, but also so funny. And then when they get back together, it's so sweet. And oh, I yeah. love her revulsion to the fingers when she's mm-hmm. like experiencing him. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Apparently, Daniel Radcliffe, they were trying to get him to come in for one day, <laughs> and he was supposed to be the, the guy in the movie that's playing in the, oh, in the, the yeah, background. that would have been awesome. I was like, oh, that would have been good. I just need to know, the gro- <laughs> this will be the grossest thing. Where were the condiments coming from? Oh, I know, but it was, it, it was, it was still <laughs> upsetting, so that's... Uh, that, that's true. That's all that, that really that matters. That should have been in my upsetting category. <laughs> <laughs> it just came to mind. Those like, wait a minute. Why are they just, just like got... vomiting up condiments? <laughs> <laughs> just the uh, uh, the other the whole wiping the tear with the foot is also amazing. God, I I don't know if you heard because I kind of talked over you or under one of you, but it's like the, the just the detail where um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character had like the wrist guard mm-hmm. but on her ankle or mm-hmm. foot. So it's like just little details like that were so amazing. Yeah. It was swollen too. It was not like the, the foot was definitely like jacked up for some yeah. reason. Someone, they had like someone playing the piano with their hands, but had feet like it was a prosthetic thing or whatever that they used to make it look like hands. And so just seeing that in the bonus features was great. Um, you can buy hot dog fingers at a24.shop.com. If That's you amazing. I, saw that. I was thinking about it. I might, I might get some just for Halloween or something. I love I that you had like gloves like mm-hmm. just or whatever crocheted or something just hanging on the wall yeah. for the hot dog fingers <laughs> <laughs> i didn't even notice that mm-hmm. um, yeah, God. who came they, up with hot dog fingers i um, don't know another really cool thing about the movie and like two there's apparently like only five people doing special effects for the movie and two of them were the the directors like they were kind of learning and they kind of did their own thing and like they did like a cheap version of the volume which is the mandalorian set thing like the led surrounded by, like on the mandalorian it's like a giant live for 8k led screen where they're actually projecting stuff that's going to be in camera but like for the scenes where she was flying through the multiverse or whatever they would have her like sitting on a thing and then they had led panels behind her that um were projecting the images that they were going to put behind her just to get the lighting on her face and then they then they green screened her out all the the lighting out and put in the actual backgrounds that was really cool and for the big multiversal thing at the end where like they show like who knows how many like there's animated there's a monster version of her they just gave all these artists and people who were working on the movie, like everybody was allowed to make a multiverse soul. Cause I don't think, Oh, that's cool. Like some of them are still photography. I think some of them mm-hmm. are slightly animated, 
but they since they're only going to be on the screen for a second, that didn't matter. So yeah, they, there were they, some that I need to go through that slower mm-hmm. and actually see all of them. I, I, well, yeah. I would hope somebody's already put together something True. out there it's that you could find there. that you could flip through each one. But like, yeah, there's some weird stuff. Because <laughs> I'm sure there, were, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that st- or my head that stood out. But I'm sure there was like sock puppet versions and like <laughs> all different kinds of things. They're just ridiculous. This is a range of emotions. Love, well, I also love they they just had the the we went we got one to it twice, but the the crouching tiger, uh, hidden dragon kind of mm-hmm. reference universe was cool too. That was more like the well, I I'm saying Kill Bill, but Kill Bill's referencing like the Shaw brothers. Uh, she was a play on the character that well, he was in Kill Bill. They he had Quentin, Quentin put a version of him. I can't think of his name. Pai Mei, I think is his name. That's who that... Mm, yes. Who was a, I think, a character he lifted straight out of these old Hong Kong movies. And uh, what's her name? Li Ling. Kung Fu Master. She's not... They did not call her, give her that same name. But yeah, uh, all the different, like, film stock and aesthetics that they did, too. Um, and just, like, the ratio changes. Just all... Yeah, really the aspect cool ratios. Yeah. Uh, I also... I think my favorite... I think weird to say my fa- my favorite multiverse that they kind of stole from was the one where she knocks she blinds herself and then she's <laughs> using her but then like it's so brilliantly put into the, the fight yeah. scene and how mm-hmm. she has all the extrasensory perception uh, now and makes her that much a better a fighter uh, yeah that was another just one of many brilliant strokes throughout this thing wait Rakakuni wasn't the one your favorite that they stole from <laughs> well. I, I meant in a fighting context, I should say. Ah, yeah, okay. But even like how that, like that scene too, like how she's spinning the egg in the fight, and then it like is bleeding through, and she had thrown the egg on the woman, and mm-hmm. like, and that that lasts like two seconds in the movie, and but it adds so much like depth to how this is affecting her because that's also mm-hmm. right before she her brain the pot the pot breaks or whatever so yeah i think it was kind of in that same time too where she got hit in the face with something and like knocked into the guy sitting next to her at the movie <laughs> premiere yeah. Yeah. which they were watching this movie we didn't even talk about that did we <laughs> <laughs> well i wonder i love that... when it cuts Weird to ending. credits because i was like this has to be that movie right and then it was, I was like oh thank god <laughs> <laughs> Do there is a point where she like screams and, but I guess she doesn't eliminate like they're implying she's breaking all the universes, mm-hmm. but it doesn't narrow this down to just one universe. I guess like because yeah, at the end she's still hearing other universes. I guess at the mm-hmm. end, so yeah. Um, I didn't know if they were trying to create some subtle out, but I'm glad they don't get to they don't ever get hung up on that because um, mm-hmm. you shouldn't. It's they're using it as a tool to tell this story and they get you on board with that and then don't they don't they don't ask you to overthink it very very much um but i wonder how much if you like teased it out if it would make as much sense as it could um uh, i wouldn't be surprised with the amount of care and effort they put in this thing uh impressive cringiest inventive i mean the whole goddamn movie um (laughs) yeah grossest you found the grossest in this one with the hot dog fingers and ketchup or mustard which would you rather get squirted all over your face ketchup no thank you (laughs) (laughs) 
God, I'm trying to figure out out what the saddest part of this movie was. It was either when um, when she's doing it the first time she goes, like she does the brain scan or whatever, and she sees her life, and Mm -hmm. her first memory is the doctor saying, I'm sorry, Sorry. it's a girl (laughs) to her dad. It's like, oh my God. (laughs) That is devastating. Sadly, it's probably true. That's probably something uttered in China. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, Uh, but like, it was either that or when no the actual saddest thing was when Evelyn says I saw my life without you I wish you could have seen mm-hmm. it I think she also says yeah. that it was beautiful yeah. or something but it's yeah. like that is the most devastating line of any movie ever <laughs> well I love though that you know that we go back into that one a lot with, mm-hmm. with and I like how the movie proves her wrong mm-hmm. like like she isn't as happy like Wayman is still is it's still great and like the movie does a really good job of like going against this the mm-hmm. the, the, the uh, assumption that she has in that moment um yeah and then it's like not even does she have a better i mean everyone has a happy ending in this but like the one moment for him that bookends is when she kisses him outside the bathroom because at the beginning of the movie he saw like an older couple do that mm-hmm. and he just looks so longingly at them and like jealous and it's like and then he had his moment and it's like yes wayman you deserve the best (laughs) (laughs) ah he's so good Um, we need to bring fanny packs back (laughs) i was trying to find a good one for europe i couldn't find one that i that fit me (laughs) i was looking more crossbody vibe though Um, yeah that's a lot more style yeah uh, or bum bags like for rocks. <laughs> the Europeans. Bum, <laughs> bum bags. Is that what they're called? Yeah, because fanny is not yeah. a great word in yeah. Europe. No, no. I mean, it's still a great word, but it means something different. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else we missed on this one, kiddos? Probably. There's a billion things yeah. in this movie. <laughs> um, well, I think we're going to wrap it up. We did star ratings, everything. Um, yeah. That was everything everywhere all at once. If you're listening to this, I hope that you saw the movie. And uh, yeah, it's great. And one we're going to be comparing everything else to for a while, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this made me want to revisit actually turning red. Because that was one that I always needed mm-hmm. to rewatch again anyway. But it was like, oh, this is very similar. But mm-hmm. like, definitely not for the younger audience that Turning Red could um, service. <laughs> like, but... I mean, take the, take the dildos and butt plugs out. <laughs> and... It's pretty accessible. And there's still some curse words in there that we probably have to get rid of. But... <laughs> um, Stephanie Shu was great at all of her, like, what the fuck. Like, she was given, like, the what the fuck lines, mm-hmm. you know, where she dropped a, a lot throughout the movie and she was really what did they, what or what did they say back to her yeah. like oh, i wish i could remember what they said it wasn't just language there was an adjective they used mm. with it but i can't remember what it was now that's a bummer well, that i mean i still think her one of her best lines is the oh my god he's gonna stick it in his butt. <laughs> yeah i love <laughs> yeah no i love the part where she said something like i fell on the couch but like, oh yeah <laughs> i oh, forgot yeah. the exact wording but it was just so funny oh her best her, the best part of her <laughs> yeah. performance would be she because Wayman's asking, What are you guys doing? and she's like practicing for tonight, and she just goes, mm-hmm. la, 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 la. Yeah, <laughs> she does. <laughs> uh, again, again, a, a three beat line that is hilarious and like really just lets you into who Jobu is. God, and, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure everyone did, but she must have had so fun just performing like that mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. 
And oh my god, the outfit she wore. <laughs> it's like what there was one yeah. that had just like teddy bears sewn into it and stuff. It's like Oh, I love the two the design of like how like when she rolls down the stairs at the end and like all the yeah. different versions come out and yeah. she's wearing like she looks like Joey from Friends where he's wearing could I be wearing like any more clothes? But um yeah. <laughs> but but uh yeah. So many great little things in here. Mm-hmm. And if you ever, I, I was really obviously into listening, the Daniels talking about it. Like it really takes some, like, yes, they were, you know, were the masterminds behind this, but like a lot of, again, it's their side of the story, but I'm choosing to believe it. I'm sure it was, but because what came up, but just like very much like they were open to so many ideas on their mm-hmm. set and like everybody having to work together to solve these problems and, like there was a rumor that uh, that I heard that so this movie apparently costs is the most expensive A twenty four movie and it costs twenty five million dollars and there's actually like a rumor going around that they lied that it costs that much to make it seem like it's a bigger movie than it actually is and it actually <laughs> costs less but they they thought in like the trades if it if it, it if it was better. it would oh like like people might take it a little more seriously if it was actually a bigger movie. Um, and and it the only of, thing I needed to take it seriously was Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And well, Lauren, do you have any trivia that you didn't drop on us? No, no. I forgot to look, look at, at it. it. It's been well, too long. I they forgot tried the to get. The, apparently, this movie was supposed to be centered on a man originally. Oh yeah, Jackie Chan. It was supposed to be Jackie Chan. They tried to get, and I can only Ooh. imagine Jackie Chan complete. But at the same time, though, I'm glad we didn't get that movie. Like he, like he would have been a perfect fit in this world whether the story like the story the story would have been yeah, different but i like i like the mother daughter oh yeah thing. no no what where yeah, they landed is great and we would probably not have gotten um wayman and key's performance in this movie which yeah. uh if if the lead was following a, a, a man and it was a heteronormative relationship um like this one so um yeah and then uh one bit that i i heard um I guess just like they didn't want to hire like high tier like choreographers. Yeah. They were trying to save as much money as they could, so they found like yeah. some guys who just do fights on like YouTube, YouTube channels. Yeah. yeah, like and they're they had them put the stuff together, their fights together. That's just well, so yeah, cool. like two like the two people who are in the movie who did the dildo or yeah, butt plug fight. That's the guys. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, they're brothers. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. He also the the brother the brother who took off his pants. Uh, his I, oh. he has one of my favorite lines too, where he's chasing after his friend. I forget the name, but it's just like oh fuck, and then just gets hit in the face. Yeah, that but, was uh, great too. They the said the guy's guy. name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love so much it's that like, like <laughs> it would have been quite the different spectacle. But I love that they like um, what's the word for it? Not blurring, but kind of. Pixelating. pixelated they pixelated yeah. his junk but you yeah, but you could it's... still see like the trophy coming out below the pixelation <laughs> so and, then, and then like when he when he lands you just see like the dust yeah like... <laughs> God, and then the other but then the other guy runs in and he just had shoved it through his pants i guess Oh, so good. But, I think my, my whole, parents like, it's because it's like tried... where I'm like my parents would hate this movie, but I love it so yeah, much. The, the whole scene where she's just trying to keep it from him, like sliding yeah. on the table, like is or on the desk is so good. Oh. My dad's review of this movie was this counts as my first acid trip. That movie counts <laughs> as my first acid trip. 
Um, I don't know if he liked it. I'll talk. He's, I'm actually going to come in town next week. I'll get to see him. So um, see what he has to say in person. Uh, okay. That's going to do it for everything everywhere all at once. Uh, next week, we're going to stick to the multiverse and stick to our trend of covering MCU mm-hmm. movies. And we could always cool. do Stray. <laughs> we could. Um, oh, yeah. that We could do that. Uh, I'm, um, I'm up for that. Well, we'll see. But um, until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. Find me wherever you can find at Zach Oldenburg. Find us at middlerow.com. Rate and review the podcast. It does stuff. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at the Grigsby Bear. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Twitter at Middle of Road. Thanks for listening. Go play Stray. And remember, the best seats on the middle of the road. Now we're cooking while nobody's looking. Yeah, we're family. Raccoonie, I don't know what I'd do without you. Yeah, we make a pretty good team. Damn right. <laughs>